let's uh, maybe start with Kendall and just uh, obviously you know him. He knows you. It's a yeah. good fit. Yeah, it's um, you know, as you mentioned, it's a good fit. We had a good conversation over the course of the day uh, when free agency started, and uh, just discussed uh, you know everything, right? And we talked about returning and and uh, returning to Edmonton first before we start talking about the needs and how the the fit works, right? We feel like the the person the uh, punt return game could use a shot in the arm. We felt like he is a player that can give us that dynamic uh, player at that position. But also we felt the way we could utilize him in our offense, uh, especially with Jay and how creative he can be. We felt like he could be a weapon uh, for us. And we felt that it was an improvement for us, uh, which gives us a running back who actually punt returns uh, so we can get that position on the roster and, and be more dynamic. How important is familiarity for you? Uh, signing a player on this day when you don't have a lot of time to talk to him? No, I mean, continuity. I, I, I know I say that it all the time, and that's extremely important. And, you know, we try to make sure that the guys that we have here, we, you know, we keep as long as they're productive. And guys that we know, uh, we tend to want to bring those guys uh, here and bring them into the fold. And, uh, you know, we we're not really big on reaching out and, 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 you know, making big splash. I mean, I think, you know, you've seen over the last course of years, where there's there's different people have different philosophies and different things, but I tend to you know do subtle moves that I think that we believe uh, will help improve our roster and help make us better in areas that we identify as areas that need to be improved. Not um, you know we don't sign guys to sell tickets; we sign our guys to win games. So I think that's important for us here. And you know some of them have, don't have household names, but when we look at our team and we're honest with ourselves. The players that we we do go out and get, we do feel help improve our football team. Are you done? I can't imagine you're done in the secondary. That was a bit of a problem spot for you. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. You're done. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm done. Those guys, those young guys, are fine. That was. You're talking about the early part of the season. Sure. Yeah, they all. You know, since our conversation, they all got better, and they all have the experience now. So no, we won't be going out and doing anything with the secondary. Really? Okay. Does that include Court Parks and Pat Watkins? Pat Watkins, we won't be bringing back. Uh, Court Parks likely could, be, you know, there's a conversation there. Could be. But no, I mean, if you're asking about John Ojo, no, we're not going to go. We're not even going to pursue it. Um, that's not happening. Uh, Andrew Liu. Andrew Liu gives us depth in the, uh, you know, in the secondary. Obviously, he's a guy that can play free safety and also play other positions. We know that he's, uh, you know, he's had some bad luck with some injuries over the last couple of years, but um, you know, we're very familiar with his athleticism and his ability, and we think he's a high IQ player. Uh, he gives us some flexibility on the back end to be able to play multiple positions. And uh, you know, we just like him as a player, and we believe that he can come in and help us in a, in a, on special teams and you know, just give us more depth on the, in the Canadian position. Uh, Jason has been longing for a, a big physical fullback since he's gotten here, and uh, he's had a chance to work with Dupuy. So, yeah, that's a that's a match you know made in heaven for for Jason. I mean, we've had a long conversation about that over the weekend and the course of this morning, and uh, he felt that we, this is a guy that he wanted. And I, I think uh, when, when when we reached out to uh, Dupuy this, this earlier, I think the uncertainty in the in the circ in the situation that they're currently in, I think it made this a more comfortable situation. I mean, over the weekend, I mean, it was uh, the last few days, it was unbelievable how many people were actually reaching out to to want to come here. I mean, more calls than I've ever received in, 
in quite some time. And all everyone was talking about was, you know, they like what we're doing here, the continuity. They hear, you know, the players, the word of mouth of the things that we're doing here and the way we treat our players and um, the consistency in which we do things. And um, it was very flattering to hear from some of the guys, even some of the guys that knew that we w would not be able to you know, reach out and, you know, and sign them. But to, to hear some of those compliments uh, coming from those guys and that they were int intrigued by Edmonton was uh, very, um, you know, like I said, said, flattering to the way we're doing things here. And I think that's what's going to set us apart from everyone else. I mean, we all have money to spend, but ultimately it's how you treat the players and when they come to your place and you know, the respect that you have for them and not necessarily blame them for things, but just also, you know, understand that, you know, players have need to gain experience as with our secondary, you know, we can't harp on them and harp on them. If we believe that they can play, yes, he had some growing pains early, but we believe that the experience that they received over the last, the course of the year, we feel is going to help them uh, going into this year. And, you know, everyone's a rookie and you know, some guys have some growing pains, but you have to, believe in your process and part of the process is the experience that these players gain have has to translate into the year two to where they take that giant leap to become you know, more experienced better players and more comfortable with what they're doing Jamont and Kendall now it almost looks like you're getting the band back together <laughs> hey, hey it, basically it's I mean those, those are guys that um, you know Shamat as I told you last year you know, I was somewhat surprised that he he chose to go where he went but uh, again, Shamad is, is a good fit here. And, um, you know, it's, again, it's, I guess it's a testament for what we're doing here. When she, players choose to you know, come back to a place, right, they, get out, they go out and see what's out there, and for whatever reason, um, they make a decision. You know, it's still in their hands to decide. Obviously, fi uh, the, the compensation makes a big deal in some cases, but uh, I'm, I'm very confident that once a player comes to Edmonton that he's going to feel different be treated, you know, feel that he's being treated different. And it's just, just going to be something that he's going to carry with him regardless of where he goes. Um, they'll, they'll always know that here in Edmonton that they'll be treated like people. He didn't exactly fall in your lap, but that's the way you like to do things. When he was released from Regina, he's a fair game to, to talk to uh, mm -hmm. ahead, of, ahead of this free agency. Yeah, I, well, again, we talked for a bit. And the conversation that I had to him was, you know, where you know, you're at the crossroads of your career. And... Think about those things before you make a decision. Whether you choose us or someone else, make sure that you're comfortable with the decision. I mean, you know, Shamad and I have had a conversation, you know, had a relationship dating back to when he came out of, you know, Laurier when we, you know, was talking to him when he was drafted. And you know, I tend to believe that I, you know, I kind of mentor him as well, not just as a, you know, as, as an, his employer, but you know, trying to get him to understand the the, the big picture. And during that time, the, the conversation was. You know, analyze it for where, where where your career is and where you're going to be comfortable, where continuity is going to be, where you look around and you know what you're getting. And when tough times happen, I says, how are you going to be treated? I says, remember, you were a part of, you were here when we went 4-14. Four and 14. And I said, if you remember, nothing changed. We didn't panic. We wasn't pointing fingers. We wasn't throwing people off the ship. We weren't doing anything like that. We just knew what our process was going to be, and we continued to build on that. And eventually, you know, we, we, we improved. And, um, you know, and so when you go other places and you see other things, you recognize that steady, you know, steady leadership is the, is the way that we're doing things here in Edmonton, and we're extremely proud of that. You guys like what you saw from Figueroa at the end of the year last year? Yes, we, we did. And when we brought Figueroa in uh, last year, that was the, the plan. I mean, it's, again, it's this 
part of the business is never easy because DeAnthony has been a consummate professional. He's been fantastic in the community. He's been all, awesome all around and great. And we think he's he's a you know he's a great player. You know that move there simply was, you know we have a, a kid that's 20 you know younger right. It's just it's part of our business too right. You have to sometimes you have to make moves that are um, difficult, but also we understand that football is a young man's game. And, you know, I look, I also have to build for 2018, 2019, and look at the future. And, you know, with Figueroa going in and playing the left tackle spot when Tony was out, it showed his versatility to be able to play both sides. So for us, it was somewhat of a no-brainer to say, okay, this is a kid that we could put in at the right tackle spot uh, and have him start with the group and then develop another young offensive tackle uh, moving forward. Are you satisfied that you've replaced Walker and Lacey? somewhere in your organization? Uh, well, first off, Walker was a special talent. Right? So, I mean, I guess we go back a couple of years. Did you think Walker was going to be that, right? So the fact is is that there's an opportunity for another receiver to do those things. Right? Zilstra, we believe, is going to be solid. Uh, Hazleton is a, guy, a player that has experience. I'm not sure that one of those players is going to get 100-plus catches, but if they can share the load and you add a Kendall Lawrence to the mix, you spread the opportunities for making plays around. And I believe that, you know, in, in, in what Jason does offensively, and I think that will be just as effective. I mean, Adarius is still here, so not to mention him. And Shamad is an improvement for us. So the offense is going to have different looks at times. And I think that the players who are returning are more comfortable with the offense. And the players who will be coming into the fold are coming in with the opportunity to add to what we're doing. So to answer your question about Walker, I'm, I'm not certain that any player, I mean, he's a high caliber, you know, all-star level, but I believe that the workload can be shared and, and be just as effective. As far as Lacey's concerned, I, mean, I didn't think that many people felt that Lacey could go in here and start at, at Will Backer. That's a position that I've always said that we'll, you know, we'll always replace that position. Um, we, we think Lacey did a fantastic job at that spot. And we, you know, we wish him well in the NFL. I'm very happy for him and excited for his opportunity down there. But, you know, I've always looked at that position, that position in particular, as a position that, you know, okay, let's put someone there. And over the last course of, you know, four years, we've had, you know, successful successful guys there: Munoz, you know, Sherrod, McCoy, Lacey. It's, it's just one of those positions that I look at and feel that we can replace. You talked about uh, Parks and maybe circling around him. The other guys on your own free agent list, is it safe to assume that you're cutting ties with well, you guys who are still there? Uh, well, again, it's uh, you know, if you go individually, I mean, I don't want to you know talk about someone and, and say that it's not happening and then all of a sudden it changes. But there's there are some players that are uh, on that list that have opportunities to go be a starter. right? Um, you know, Shakir Bell, let's take him for example. Um, Shakir Bell should go out and, 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 and look for an opportunity to start. He is a fantastic running back, a very talented running back. And in this business of football, you have to go to the open opportunity where there's a chance to play 18 games, be the starter, compete and be the starter, versus where he is here. And I think he's a good fit here, but getting both John and him on the roster especially for the, uh, the compensation that it will require to keep a Shakir Bell, you have to expect that he's going to go. And you know, I went to the, we went, came out of the season knowing that, that that was a likely possibility. But we pinpointed that position 
needing to be a guy that returns punts for us. So we, we already knew that. If you go to Bailey, you know, Bailey, Bailey is, a, is a tremendous talent and there's a lot of ability there. When we were going through the process, we just felt better with, you know, Shamad coming back. We felt the opportunity to sign Shamad gave us uh, the opportunity not to get into, into a bidding war. I mean, that's, that's the reality. It's not that we don't want Bailey back. It's just I have cost certainty going into free agency with Shamad Chambers versus who knows where the number's going to go for Bailey. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be doing my job if I wasn't doing that. And... I mean, I can't think of anyone else that, well, that you would be uh, thinking. Sean, I'm thinking of uh, Shaw? Shaw and uh, Donnie O. Two guys have been here a long time. I guess that part really tough. I imagine they have five-year guys here. And yeah. To say goodbye to them. Yeah, it's, it, and it's just part of the the, uh, the attrition of, of football, right? You you kind of you have to move on from some guys. Obviously, Donnie O needs a new start, a fresh place to start, and wherever he lands, um, you know, I think he'll do a fantastic job. Uh, Shaw, a little different set of circumstances there. Obviously, we came out of the season, and it was at that point where we're, we're going to sign Sean White, and the numbers were going to go up. And we had the conversation: who do we choose? And it was, uh, the, the, it was unanimous that you know you had to have 90 plus percent field goal accuracy, and and that's it. And it's not that we wouldn't want to welcome Shaw back, but just the the economics of it, um, you know. We want to give you know Sean White the opportunity to do all three, and um, you know it just it's just part of it, right? And you know I mean we we respect you know Grant for everything he's done for this organization and on the field and off the field, and uh, but with him does not mean that the door is completely closed because he lives here, he's a member of this community, and um, you know, he's a great human being, and uh, it's just the football side of it forced our hand to make a decision back in December when we resigned uh, Sean. And we, we made our choice, and we have to uh, live with that. So, so you still need a punter, though, right? Still need a uh, You know, Sean's going to do all three. Is he? Yeah, he's going to okay. do. He's going to give it all three. I mean, we'll bring someone in to compete, but yeah, he'll. Uh -huh. Yeah, he'll, he. That's uh, that's what we we signed him for is uh, to do all three. He feels he can. He says he can. We believe he can. Our coaches feel he can. So we're going to give him that chance to do so. Is there a hole left in your roster? A hole. Uh, if there was a hole, I wouldn't mention it here. <laughs> Do we go to a different room? <laughs> Is it just the air? Or? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, we have, we still have, I mean, we still have a couple of guys that we're, you know, talking with on our roster that uh, we, we have to wait. It's the waiting game now. Um, players know the numbers. Some players like to sleep on it, take a couple of days. It's in their right to do so, but uh, there's no panic. Right? So if someone leaves, and you got to be prepared to move and go to the next guy and hope that that person can come in and fill the role. But I think when we looked at the um, areas of need uh, over the course of this offseason, you know, we, we addressed a lot of them. And you know, some people say we weren't very active in free agency, but I would say that we were because we spent a bulk of time re-signing our own guys, which is, again, part of free agency is just not on the day. So I, I think that when we look at what we've been able to do over the last few years is, you know, that, 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 that level of continuity and consistency with the roster gives us the greatest chance at going and playing. And I said downstairs, I said, if we had to play this weekend, I said, the majority of our roster already knows what they're doing. We, we go in and we play right now and we're, we're ready off and running. Whereas some of the other teams, you know, there's different people coming in, learning new things because we feel like we can go. You know, so that's, that's where we feel.
day one's the headline day. Uh, how important in your mind are, is day two, day three, day four free agency? Uh, it's where you get a lot of the important pieces, isn't it? Uh, those days are when, you, when the market tends to settle down. And uh, with the amount of players that went into free agency, obviously there's, there's highs and there's lows and there's disappointments. And then there's the guys who are just looking for an opportunity to play. And you, you tend to find you know, value uh, in those days upcoming. Um, you know, we'll, we'll continue to, to look and entertain. We're still taking calls. I'm sure my phone is, is ringing right upstairs right now with something. But, again, the difference, you know, for us, it's all about the, the fit. It's about making certain that the player that we look at and look for, he obviously he, feel, he fills the role that we need on the field. Number two is that he's got to be a great locker room guy. He's got to be someone that we believe that won't disrupt our locker room, and he's got to be someone that's willing to come in and embrace the, the community. And as, as I mentioned earlier, it's just sometimes, you know, you don't get the credit as a group for just filling your, your needs because, you know, some people want you to go and get, you know, the number one rated guy according to all the bureaus, and you know, that, that sometimes that guy doesn't fit. And... Um, I think we've, we we just stay true to how we do things. I'm very uh, methodical in the way, the approach of free agency, and uh, we just you know again let's see what we look like when we get to the season.